Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am the father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the Lush But Not Lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 462, Netflix Spectacular, <laughs> Triple Frontier. Yeah. So uh, before we dig in too much, we have guests, so we don't want to make them sit there forever waiting for us to talk, So or waiting so he can talk, so we'll go around the table and introduce ourselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. And joining us today is Matt Naglia from the Next Best Picture Podcast. Hey, Matt, how's it going? I'm doing really well today. How are you? Good. We're good. I think you're doing better than us, though. Sounds like you had a fun night. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. We decided to celebrate St. Patty's Day a day early, and it was a... 24-7 Rager. <laughs> oh, I'm just no other way to put it. We started watching The Departed at 9 a.m., drinking Guinness, and just oh, it all went from there. <laughs> well, sounds like you had a fun time, and I'm glad that you're here with us. I mean, I knew that you would be alive, but I'm glad you're doing the show. We appreciate it. Surely. Matt, why don't you tell the folks a little bit about your podcast? Uh, Matt is a really good friend of mine that online we talk about movies, and uh, he does so much great work, especially around this last Oscar season. Matt, I don't know if you have just been sleeping for like a month straight to make up for all the sleep you lost but your work has, was terrific this past season thank you thank you no no i don't sleep i've been told that i'm like part cyborg and that i never stop and that's part of the thing is that over at nextbestpicture.com we're always looking for what's going to be the next best picture oscar winner and for all we know that film could present itself in january at sundance it could present itself in february like get out and black panther have done and so on and so forth so for us to see the oscar season never ends 
and we're always constantly working to analyze what films are coming out that might have award season potential. Well, and they do incredible work over there. So if you have not followed them yet on social media, so Matt is at Next Best Picture, uh, and then uh, also nextbestpicture.com. Keep that bookmark. Check it. He's always adding new stuff, and he's got a great team over there, too. It's not just Matt by himself. So again, thanks for joining us. We I appreciate feel, this. I feel like this dude is more legit than we are. I know. <laughs> I don't feel like we should be on this show. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like we should. Tom and I are just going to leave. Are We're we? going to go ahead and cut out. <laughs> We're going to make sure Kevin does the synopsis, and you guys will be good to go. We'll just let are we, talk to are we the guests? Yeah, <laughs> we're, the, we're the guests. <laughs> so uh, I guess uh, quick shameless plugs. Don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts. You can go there, rate, review, subscribe. We greatly appreciate it, which is why we beg for it every week. And, uh, of course, uh, you can find us on the Internet at Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers, Twitter at Real Spoilers, or our Patreon account, Patreon.com slash Real Spoilers, where five bucks a month you get extra content and maybe you even get to be a guest not you matt you don't have to give us five bucks um <laughs> well well i mean we'll take your five yeah, bucks we're not proud let's not but, go crazy but you don't you don't gotta <laughs> um so there we've done all that i guess we will now dig in to uh treasure of the sierra i mean triple frontier thank you for calling that out because <laughs> that's exactly what i thought uh yeah it's it's interesting like this is definitely it's a nerd culture movie without being a nerd culture movie right so you've got Batman, you've got Poe Dameron, you've, yeah, you've got the got, guy, <laughs> you've got the guys who have played characters. That's in there true. Too. But like, I know people seem to really be liking this. Movie, I dug it, and I wanted to punch it in the goddamn <laughs> face. <laughs> nice. I like did like really like it, I I enjoyed it for it was I, a little too broy for me. It was so yeah. broy yeah. that it was like yeah like I thought one of the characters was going to die from toxic masculinity. <laughs> oh boy. Like I I just couldn't stand there, it. There were moments that I really enjoyed. Like, the whole opening sequence I thought was fantastic. This movie, to me, is what tough guys who aren't really tough yeah. think tough guys are like. Yeah. It kind of felt like a Lone Survivor light or something. Like, the, right. the genre was the Lone Survivor type of Absolutely. movie. Absolutely. Yeah. I thought they were kind of going for Sicario with yeah. Lone Survivor. I can see that, too. Yeah. Matt, uh, will this be one of the next best pictures, or what were your <laughs> thoughts on this? Oh, God, no. No, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, this is interesting for me because, on one hand, J.C. Chandor, his previous three films... Uh, that would be Margin Call, All is Lost, and A Most Violent Year, are all really stellar movies. Yeah, and they're great stellar. and great looking movies, and this movie looked good. I mean, well, also Catherine Bigelow's involved. Uh, yeah, it's co-written by uh, Mark Bull, who is her go-to uh, screenwriter. So, uh, it's interesting, because like this is like the first movie that J.C. Chandor has directed that I feel like he didn't actually care about it. Yeah. <laughs> if that makes sense. He got that Netflix paycheck. Um, I think, but I think that's that what happens. I mean, like, right? It just feels like if it was a Netflix cash grab, yeah. kind of a, they wanted to create a sophisticated action yes, blockbuster. Yes, that's, ex- that's that is what a, it seems like it was coming That is a perfect, ex- yes. And they wanted so, his name attached to so it. So, Matt, do you, do you know, because I don't know the background of the movie, was it made for Netflix or was it made and then purchased by Netflix? Oh, that's a good question, actually. Um, I know that the production for this goes back to the beginning of the decade. Uh, I think that they acquired the rights to it, so I'm pretty sure it was made... Uh, what? What production company? Atlas Entertainment okay. was a production company. And, I, and yeah, I believe, yeah, I think Netflix did pick it up. I, I really feel like when you're an indie director like that, sometimes you reach this point where like your first movie is a passion project and you got two or three passion projects in you. And then after that, you're kind of like, well, now what? David Ayers. Yeah. And I and I, I kind of felt like that's what this was, yeah. that it was like, well, I guess I'll make something of a more mainstream movie. It's tough because... I. I did get a lot of Sicario feels from this. Right? Absolutely. And that yeah. to me, especially the first 
oh, 20, 30 minutes. Absolutely. To me, that is a sophisticated action movie. Right. Well, and, and, and I agree because it's not the close-ups. It's not the quick cuts. And that's because, I mean, this guy makes some good-looking films. Yeah. And I was looking up, you know, the who's the cinematographer on this, Matt? I, his name escaped me. Roman uh, Vasanov, I think, or something along those lines. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't remember the name, but he has done a lot of good-looking films. I so mean, not Roman Reigns? Fury comes to mind. Yeah, yeah. He's done, oh. but he did End of Watch, which I know is oh, one so of Oh, so they're Joe's. David Ayer's movies. So, right, so yeah. the, the this guy's his cinematographer, and so the beginning sequence you guys are talking about, that's the handheld camera, ground mm-hmm. level stuff that you see at End of Watch, and, and that sort of thing, and I really liked it. I mean, for better or for worse, he, he did the cinematography on Suicide Squad. Bad movie, but there were some good looking shots in it. Was there? Yeah, I mean... Was, just, you mean the Cara Delevingne dancing scene? Yeah. That's what you were a fan of? I mean, this guy... Did that win an Oscar? What, it, it, what an Oscar? Costume, costume design. Oh, it was a costume yeah. design. I thought it was something more. Marvel's just like, come on. Yeah. But this guy can make some good-looking movies, and I hadn't realized that uh, that you know his last movie was going all the way back to 2014, but that was a most violent year, right? With Oscar Isaac? Yeah. Just, I mean, yeah. I, I really liked that movie. Where did you land on that, Matt? Um, I liked it. I didn't love it enthusiastically i've only seen it once and it is the kind of film that i want to give a second rewatch to so that this way i can uh analyze if i liked it more or less or about the same but for me that's like that's a really solid seven out of ten borderline eight out of ten movie for me yeah i i I liked how that movie kind of like captured the period and the and in like the just the feel of it but i also felt like it needed a little bit more going on. Like I felt, I, I love that Oscar Isaac brought back 1970s Al Pacino to the screen. <laughs> yeah, that was like totally. my favorite aspect of the movie. Yeah, like, <laughs> and I, and I wish it just had a little bit more of a like a, a I don't know, like a little, just a little bit more going on, like one of those movies would have. I just rewatched Dog Day Afternoon. The other so day. It was, good. It was on sale oh, on Vudu for like five bucks, yeah. and I'm like. Hell yeah. yeah. All day. And That's one of my day. favorites. Oh my god, it's such a great movie. So this movie, let's talk about the guys on the cover. Yeah, so we Ben got Affleck. Batman. Charlie Hunnam. Uh the guy from Sons, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. But he's also Pacific Rim if you want to go like big. I guess that's true. Okay. Almost uh, Christian Grey. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. He was, yeah. Garrett Hedlund. Uh, Tron. James Hook. Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, Pedro Pascal. The guy that gets his eyeballs poked out by the mountain. <laughs> yeah. And then am I forgetting one? Oscar Isaac. And Oscar Isaac. Poe of course, Poe Dameron. And I gotta tell you. They need to stop making Charlie Hunnam do an American accent. Oh, that yes. needs that needs to stop <laughs> that, immediately. Yes. Those little the the speaking engagements that Good he did, Lord. and how at the end of each one his accent would come, like every <laughs> line his accent would just bleed right it's through. It's so funny because he is so. If you've ever seen Unfriend, no, Undeclared, which was like the series that um, Judd, Judd Apatow, Apatow did after Freaks and Geeks. Freaks and Geeks. It's so, kind of the same class. He's it's on basically that like those kids went to college. Yeah, I mean, is. it takes place in the present day, but it's, right. it has a very and it's a it's a great. show, And he's too. on that show. Yeah, and they don't let him do an act. They don't. Right. Do, they just let him be who he is, and he's amazing. He's very funny. His best performance is uh, Lost City of Z, and in oh, that he call. was using his regular accent. You yeah, know? his American accent is atrocious. Some actors can do it. Some, I mean, there are those actors out there where, okay, for instance, I didn't grow up with Fry and Laurie. I'm sure Tom did, but when I watched House and then found out that Hugh Laurie was. Oh. British. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, his accent worked for me completely, and there's yeah. a lot of actors. Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson, yeah, who is one. actually American, but he had but an Australian was, accent. But lived in, yeah, but, but he was raised, he, in, Australia. He was yeah, raised yeah. in Australia. Right, but right. It's funny because people think he's Australian, <laughs> which because of the accent, but right. he's technically not. But, but yeah. yeah, so there's people that can do it, and then there's Charlie Hunnam. There's Charlie Hunnam. And it's unfortunate because you get some good actors like uh, your boy uh, Superman, Henry Cavill, Henry Cavill right? does a very convincing yeah. American accent. Um, and then, there, you know, there's some people that just can't do it. So I agree. Sometimes it's like, 
Go with your... Get- Simon Pegg has a great American accent if you've never heard him do it. Was it in that... Uh- it was the David Schwimmer one. There was... He did two oh, movies with oh. David Schwimmer. Like, there was like this... It was like a murder yeah. kind of... Like and he, he, yeah. has, he has an American most accent. Most foul? No, it was like, kind of like a... It was it, post-Sean, but it was it pre-Hot was, Fuzz. Yeah, it was trying to be like one of those like crazy Pulp Fiction kind yes, of movies. Yes, but and- he does an American accent. It's I'm like, okay, I can... I can it's convincing. Also, shout out to Garrett Hedlund... Who isn't awful? He was really good in this. You know, I have to say, after Mudbound, especially, mm-hmm. that's what people were. Yeah, I saw him in a film at Sundance called Burden, which has not seen the light of day, unfortunately, and it probably never will. Oh. I think that's like his best performance of his whole career. Garrett Hedlund has done a complete one eighty on me because I used to look at him like I don't get it. I just don't understand. Like, why does everyone like this guy so much? And he has really tapped into. That rugged masculinity, but showing signs of vulnerability yeah. so freaking well that it's just it's fantastic. Yeah, the the scene we'll get to in this movie where he's very convincing. When we get to that certain scene, he might be my favorite. Actually, I could I could this. see that he's really good in this movie, and I agree because I used to put Garrett Hedlund in the uh, who's Joel Kinnaman. I used to think of him oh, as like a Joel Kinnaman. I gotta tell you, type. so I did not know that Charlie. I forgot that Charlie Hunnam was in this movie. Yeah. And in the opening scene when he when Charlie Hunnam is giving his spiel to the the military dudes yeah i thought it was joel Kinnaman. yeah so uh, joel Kinnaman <laughs> would be perfect as one of these guys you know what i mean like, yeah, like I hate joel would fit in, yeah he, <laughs> exactly. he would fit in here and it's like matt so, you're not wrong yeah so <laughs> that's how i used to think of hedlin but it's like no he has grown so i agree the problem like, is, yeah. is the last time i saw him was that awful peter pan movie oh was nah. he he's hook I remember Hugh Jackman was Hook. No, was no, a, Hugh Jackman is Blackbeard. Oh, Garrett okay. Hedlund is James. Oh, Hook. he's the young Hook. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah, I totally forgot. I blocked. And I blo- he's yeah. doing that weird act, like the weird Johnny yeah. Depp cadence. Well, Hugh Jackman wasn't much better, and I love Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman but am just... I hearing from you that you have not seen Mudbound? No, I have not. Oh, dude, that's on Netflix. <laughs> that should be your next thing that you should watch now. <laughs> I, well, yeah, that's a, that's a wrestling, Netflix movie, right? Wrestling's on, and yeah, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So anyway, but so these guys are Oscar Isaac. Basically, he's a like a, a hired. So they are all this this whole cast were former military, I guess, army rangers or some secret unit. And they work together and they've all retired. Basically, Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac. To me, here's the real tell when, a, you know, a movie isn't really working as a movie. Give me one character's name. Tom <laughs> Ben Affleck was Tom. Was it? Yeah, yeah I, I should know that because my name's Tom, and I <laughs> oh, don't wow. remember that Oscar Isaac is called Pope. Yeah. Oh yeah, because yeah, I kept thinking they were I saying Poe. Yeah. yeah, but that's the old. But it's like, like it, yeah. I agree. It's the 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 story itself. You is don't, meaningless. You you know you're supposed to feel sorry for the Ben Affleck character, especially you know, and we'll get there. But but you know, and him and his family is going through a divorce and he's struggling and everything. I didn't get any of that. I got none of it. I was like, this guy's a dick. And when he got shot in the head, oh, I was like, right on. I, oh, I didn't I didn't think he was a dick, but I definitely there was a. Well, you're like, wrong. <laughs> but he he was he wasn't he wasn't a dick until we get to the house, right? Like, like then he becomes a dick. And when he got shot in the head, I was like, good. Like he's yeah. the guy that deserves to die. He's caused every single <laughs> he has goddamn problem in this movie. He's the reason they're in the mess that they're he in. He deserves it. Like you he got put, greedy. You could have got out. He went. He went Daffy Duck on him. <laughs> he's like mine, mine, all mine. He's yeah. jumping up and down on the diamond. That's right. Like, you know, and it's like he mine, mine, mine. No, he, no, no. They, they could have got out of there 
with half of that money, which would have been twi- which would have been more money than they had to begin with, way more than a they ended up with. Thousand percent more, yeah. Yeah, and it's and it's like, but he just and so it's like, and and that and that can be an interesting character study, but like, f- f- but if this movie's supposed to revolve around feel, around yeah. me so, liking that dude, yeah, they, for they me, that's where that's where this. So I was into this movie until we get to the the heist, the house, yeah. and how he starts. And I was I was done. See, I checked out. Of that I point. wasn't into this movie until we got to the oh, heist. Interesting. I was bored. You know, it's interesting that you bring up the heist aspect because one thing that kept on going through my mind while watching this the entire time was I feel like this is toxic bro culture's answer to widows last year. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh, good call. That's a great comparison. Yeah. And and I just kept thinking to myself, like, why is this not working? Why is it not working? And it's it's just not dynamic. And there's- it's very surface level and it doesn't, in my opinion, go to any levels deeper in terms of characterization, in terms of breaking down, like I said, that macho-ness that these characters are exuding, that the action is exuding, like really showing some more of those layers of vulnerability and really getting us to care about them as people. And I felt like a movie like Widows had great empathy for its characters and had a grander message of both the micro and macro look at what this heist meant, not just to the people involved, but to the community as well. And I just, you know... This movie does not have that. You cared about them. There was not one character in this movie that I liked. What about the Garrett Hedlund character? No, no. Oh, I so I I like the best performance, but I don't know if I cared. Yeah, Yeah. but not like the widows characters. For each of the widows, you saw what they were going through in their personal life, and you felt for each one of them and wanted them to succeed and get out of their trouble and everything. And this movie, yeah, you're like they show they they doubled down on Affleck. Well, like that's the only character they give like a serious. We know that. Poe Dameron or uh, Isaac, Isker, Isaac had <laughs> who's that easy you for you to say yeah. he said that he had a neck surgery he said that he's had knee surgeries and that's made the you know everything is kind of falling apart but they don't really go into anything more than that no, he's just greedy well I don't think he is I think he is like I want to get out I'm ready and to be he done. doesn't and know how to function in the real world none yeah. of them do well well, that Affleck's really, character. Yeah, I guess. Well, you see him trying to sell that condo, which I thought was hilarious. Well, <laughs> I also was like, does has anybody in this ever bought a house? Like the real estate agent <laughs> doesn't just show you one house. And why did he pick up the sign? The, yeah, he's like, well, guess nobody's going to buy it. I guess <laughs> I'll just take the sign. I'm like, with me. I don't think I will say this. He's the kind of character that would definitely get busted in a college admissions <laughs> ass game. <Yeah. laughs> I think he's more like the kind of character that would get busted, like nailing a co-ed. It's yeah. just so funny yeah. when I saw like that uh, that me before I watched the film, but I saw that that meme was making its way around the internet. Yeah, that uh, line. I I took a note of that line. <laughs> yeah, it just made me laugh so much. Can, I was like, "Wow, Triple Frontiers! How timely!" Oh can my, this movie be? Uh, seriously, <laughs> what was the line? So when they're in the house and they're busting down all the walls and getting the money out, they talk about to Affleck's kids. They say, "Hey, your kids don't have to worry about getting into college. You can just buy their way in." <laughs> like <laughs> what? So That's funny. funny. What are the chances? Like Netflix the, planned the whole thing. Oh, it's, it's a, it, yeah, exactly. cross promoting with Fuller House. It's, it's right. Yeah. <laughs> so really quick, just to get into this story. So Oscar Isaac's still the, the only one that's like still doing contract mercenary type work or whatnot. He gets a lead on all this money that a drug lord has. He has an informant. And so he needs his team to get together. He lies to them. He tells them that uh, they're working for the government and they will get 25% of whatever they recover. Right. But later on, they find out uh, after doing the recon that it, he just is going in by himself and he wants all the money. Right. So that's kind of where we we end up. And so I wanted to ask the question. I thought maybe the interesting question about this that could apply to lots of heist movies, um, but in this one in particular, 
who are the good guys? As in, so they try to wrap a script like this as they do in most heist movies around, well, your good guys are doing bad illegal things, but they're stealing from drug lords, so it's okay. I mean, where do the... I, f- I feel like, so... Uh, and they're killing, a, we're killing people. They're still doing illegal things, but... As a comic nerd, yeah. I have read what? so many... I know, right? So many, like, vigilante heroes, right? Yeah. So you can't... Like, the Punisher isn't a good dude. You yeah. know, like he's not a good character. He's uh, yes, he's he's, he's, he's killing just better than the people he's killing. Right. But so, barely. I do like there was somebody posted a meme where like the line that Batman always says is if I kill one killer, there's still a, a killer here. And the Punisher's just like, that's why I kill a bunch of them. Right. Because then there's just me. Yeah. Don't you know how math works? You're, <laughs> yeah. you're a millionaire. <laughs> but so you get into the territory. So when they, they get to this house, they do the recon. They find out that Oscar Isaac's been leading them on, but they all agree to do the heist. They go in. They take out the security guards. Um, they don't really take them out. They want a little casualties. They tie one guy up. They shoot one guy in the leg. Um, but they're going into the house, and at first they think that the bad guy, you know, he absconded with well, all the money. Wait, what they think is that... Oscar Isaac's informant flipped on right, Oscar and they, Isaac. They left, and, and they yeah, she told them what was going on, and they all booked. So they start already. T- this is so confusing. Yeah. Right, so exactly. They, <laughs> so they take down. That's the problem. So they start. They realize it smells like fresh paint. So they realize that the money is hidden in the walls. And why would that make you realize that? I've painted my house a lot of times, and I've never well, hit money because, in the walls because the what they say earlier in the movie is that she is saying like this informant is saying that the house is this like there's no safe in the house. The house is the safe. So when they realize they smell paint, that's when they're just like, oh, the house is the safe. So, so they if, start smashing out walls. So if they had showed up a month later, it wouldn't have smelled like paint anymore, Correct. and they would have never figured it out. Also, like, this great is timing. Dumb. It's great timing <laughs> on their part. Dumb. <laughs> oh, boy. So they start- that's, why, that's why when we get to the house, that's where I was like, I'm done. Especially because there's so much money in the house. So he, the money was just like sitting in his, in his living room. And and then they were like, we should tear down well, the walls I, and put no, it in the walls. I th- like, I, I mean, no, I think I think the house has been adding money, and they just saw a transport of new money, and then by the next day, it was added to the wall. Uh, they're okay. they're adding it as they go along. The house is always, and that's why there's so much of it because it has been building up. So the thing that really frustrated me is that Affleck's character just gets greedier and greedier and wants more and more. He sets up this plan uh, as they start getting worried. He's like, "Oh, I built an extra time," and he just wants more and more of this money. And I I'm sitting there and I'm looking at my own clock and I'm like, "Okay, so you basically need to be out there in two minutes." They've got a whole bunch of money in the walls in front of them. They have not bagged, and they're opening new walls. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, empty the walls you have, and if you have time, get to the others. I like, would also like to point out that I don't think there's any way in hell that the struts on that van nope. could have held all that money. Nope. Yeah. No. Nope. Paper is heavy. If, if the if the helicopter <laughs> couldn't hold it, yeah. the van wasn't. Gonna that was hold a it. big boy helicopter. Right. That was a. Uh, I forget what they call it in Grand Theft Auto, the those cargo helicopters <laughs> that you need to pick up cars and stuff. <laughs> That's about my only experience with the uh, military helicopters, would be GTA Five and uh, Cargo Bob, yeah. Cargo Bob. Yeah, but if 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 that if the cargo airplane right. is saying is saying like, nope, I can't carry all of it. Oh, well, they can carry it at a certain height, right? Yeah, but you I have to multiply, do the math, and higher like, you go. No, I, I don't. My parents own printing companies, so I've delivered lots of paper. Reams have of you paper. picked up one case of paper with yeah, ten reams? In I it? have. My yeah. parents owned printing companies. <laughs> Seriously, and, one case of paper and, is heavy. Yeah, and so I mean, and I, I mean, I put stuff in the back of the minivan, just in the back portion, not the seats down, just mm-hmm. the back. That was so heavy that, like, if the I hit a thing. bump, I was scraping the tires. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and so there is no way. That van nope. can move it was loaded. that amount of money. They yeah. had it floor to ceiling. Like, yeah, there's no way. Yeah, there's and no I way. also loved how like 
they were all like effing Rain Man. Like you would just show them a pile of money and they'd be like, oh, it's thirty-five million dollars. <laughs> like, what? Where did you develop this skill? Where do people show you large piles of money? And you just guess. and then you guess, and then they run it through a counter and when tell they, you if when you're they right go to like not. the the state fair and they see the jar full of jelly beans. Right, yeah. those are their, yeah. so good. At least it was on U.S. dollars. They didn't have to calculate anything else. It wasn't right. though. Well, a lot of it was. No, what? if you look at that, the scene where he's tearing down the walls, it's not U.S. dollars. Well, there were a lot. I mean, they burned U.S. I mean, there was a lot of U.S. Well, who do you think is that. funding them, Kevin? I just want to chime in for a second and just say for the record that I love this banter so much. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we do on this show, Matt. We are, this is what we no, do. No, it's we funny because like, that's that's the approach that my show tends to take sometimes. Yeah. But other times when a movie is just bad, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I want you all to know this is the first time I think I've ever been on this show with you guys. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah. My memory's a little foggy at times. But <laughs> sure. I just want to say that this has been an awesome experience. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Well, Good. thank you. Thank you. We're <laughs> we have fun on this show. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's all about just uh, kind of freestyle fun. But anyway, so yeah, so they they get into it with you know the times running out. They've got. But here's go. the thing: is what so then they start killing people, right? Which I was like, okay, I, this is the movie. Also, as a Metallica fan, it's just so they open with the music was way too on the nose. So like, yeah. like oh yeah. Yeah, like I mean, it was CCR, like CCR. I like run through the jungle. Well, first off, CCR <laughs> always ends up on soundtracks because it's cheap. It is cheap. Yeah, the guy right. that owns the rights to it is a dick, and he'll sell it to you for a dollar. But still, they when stole they're going it from John Fogerty, but when but, they're going through the jungle, and it's yeah, like, yeah okay. but it's like I like seeing the music cues in this movie. Yeah. I would like to issue a personal retraction to everything I said about Captain Marvel last <laughs> week and their music cues because this was way worse. I thought the the, the opening uh, master or master of puppets. I was fine. Because you love Metallica. No, yeah. now that was too on the nose yeah. too. Because it's the oh. point about you know see him die on the hill in the early I guess, day. T- I guess. Wicked wounds. Test but their I, pride. I liked that. It's got that great drum fill there. It though. does. I yeah. know. It's... But the last when they get to I think it was pulling teeth. Whatever they did at the end, where I was just like, and they oh. played all I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. It was so stupid. way too much. Yeah, so stupid. <laughs> so so anyway, uh, you know, the, uh, his informant. Meanwhile, Oscar Isaac promises her two million dollars. Uh, He's going to get her and her brother out of jail. Hey, is that going to come back later? It will. Yeah. Um, and they're trying to pin this whole thing on a gang. So they're like setting it up so they can get with, with the money. It looks like a rival gang. Everyone gets away scot-free. Because they burn the house down. Yeah. Spoilers yeah. does not happen that way. <laughs> um, so uh, they subdue the guards. They get the money. Affleck's being a jerk. Like we said, he wants more and more money where they're like, we already have tons of money and we got to go. We can't even put any more in the van. Mine, mine, so mine. They, no, no, no. He's the Affleck Daffy Duck. He is there the you Affleck. Go, <laughs> <laughs> so now they wasted so much time that the second shift of guards is showing up right. so they have to kill them like Joe said the the family is supposed to be away at church they're on their way back from church like Affleck screwing this whole thing up when they could have gotten away with half the money all lived had it all and you know and I, I mean I guess that's what they're trying to say here with greed and and that's they try like like Matt said they're trying to do this morally yeah uh, like ambiguous I or know, not I, even ambiguous but like, like yeah sophisticated morally they're sound trying to make a statement action movie. it's just not interesting yeah, yeah. no it, i totally agree like it, it loses it loses <laughs> to me it loses everything as soon as we leave the house yeah like there is a little bit of i guess a tie-in there i don't know they're they want it to feel somewhat important to give the story a little bit more gravitas and right to give uh meaning to everything it is that they're doing but yeah, this is just not the kind of story that I was necessarily interested in seeing to begin with. I was hoping that this would be almost more like The Expendables and that it would be a campy romp yeah. of an action film. So I was hoping that they would get stuck in the house. 
the whole time and have to like that's, fend off. That's yeah. what I was hoping mm. we were going to get. I it like was, that. Yeah. It was going to be kind of like uh, Black Hawk Down. Yeah, when they when they yeah, pulled up, yeah. when the second set of guards pulled yeah. up and they're screwed, and they're like, well, we need to escape out the back or leave the money, and Affleck's like, we're not leaving this money. I'm like, oh, they're going to be holed up in this house, that's exactly and it's going to be I a thought. crazy firefight. And yeah, I, I, it was like they, Lone Survivor. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. When they yeah. killed the drug lord, mm-hmm. and I was just like, "What?" So the drug lord, right, they what? they go up to the bedroom. You know, they're checking the house. They really don't feel good about that drug lord nowhere to be found. So he's in a safe room, which it's like, why did he come out of his safe room? <laughs> what are you it was doing? So stupid. But you came out with your. You hear all this gunfire, yeah, and, you and you've got one semi-automatic handgun. <laughs> yeah, these guys are running around with AR. You hear all, yeah. So just, and, you he know. opens it, and he's like, "Oh, you're yeah." Right. If you're in a safe room, by virtue of definition. <laughs> Everything else is an unsafe room. <laughs> it was, and it was so a hidden. I don't know if it's a translation <laughs> it was, thing. It was like a hidden door. Too. Like, right. You yeah. hide there so no one can find you. That is the definition of a safe room. <laughs> this idiot comes out. You know, they instantly shoot him, but he ends up uh, getting Charlie Hunnam through the yeah. side. But it's a Which clean. is never a thing. No? He, it never becomes a thing. Like, he's right. running around oh, it, with two bullet wounds <laughs> yeah and but he's the other totally one okay he's, yeah right but he's totally no two bullet wounds because it was an exit wound so he's oh, got one okay. in the front and I was one in the back does it later he gets his shot. brother does oh okay yeah. I, they're interchangeable well it yeah really, which I, i'm glad they didn't put, did they put them next to each other in the poster yeah also it was like you put garrett hedlund and next charlie, charlie hunnam <laughs> in the same movie and their brother like <laughs> i get it but it's like toby toby mcguire and uh brothers and yeah, yeah jake, jake yep so anyway uh they they end up uh they shoot him they take out all the guards i mean you know they're again some good action movie there's just not enough of them but there are some good action scenes they're taking people out uh, i like the tactical handheld kind of look that this guy does uh but anyway they get up all they get all the money they get it to a helicopter in the runway it's 250 million dollars they ended up with a ton of money right um pedro pascal says this is too much it can't do it over the mountains and then affleck again works his anti-charm and is like we want all this money yeah. he's like okay no it'll work because i want it too. yeah like, it was I'm like well, i'll give it a shot there's a like, will there's a way I'll yeah. yeah this guy like, is who the- are you my last boss <laughs> like, this guy is the expert you bring on pedro pascal because he can fly the helicopter he knows how to do it he knows how high it can go he literally he says you cannot do this we need to escape over the mountains and affleck's like yeah with this money how did they think that was all gonna fit on a boat yeah, and then yeah, when they when they show up with this John boat, and like, I'm just like, it's that's like a not pontoon gonna, boat. That's yeah. not gonna work. I, I'm th- like, you guys know nothing that, about physics. I thought there was gonna be some kind of like a tanker, or you know, like a small, I don't know what we'd call it, a fishing vessel or whatever. Right. I th- well, he, he pulled like the scene where Garrett Headland swims to the fishing boat, and I was like, okay. That makes sense, yeah. right? And then we see him later in a John boat, yeah. and I was like, right. well, now, wait a minute. Maybe they were getting to the bigger, maybe, you know, fast. How were they going to get the money there? <laughs> 500 trips. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, no, it, good it's, Lord. Their plan Like, left. everything about how to, I'm like, and I'm like, the, these guys are supposed to be the best They're, and the brightest yeah. tactical, Well, like, talk about that how about when they leave the house and they're like oh the family's back from church and they drive by them slowly and roll their windows down yeah showing that they're americans yeah. like do you not think that do you these remember people the whole like gang plan yeah. and we do were you, talking about the gang plan so now they know who it was and they have armed guards in that car the the family wasn't driving themselves so they rolled down the window and they're like hey guys like and the son's just like, oh, man, that guy killed yeah, my that dad. That never comes around where you think, like, the son, it's going to, oh, is that uh, Triple Frontier 2? Yeah, right, right. Quadruple yeah. Frontier? Quadru- quadruple Frontier. They wish. So, anyway. Sex tuple. Because <laughs> if it's times two, well, that's two like, yeah. Yeah. triple so would become six. The three and the six. This movie's not smart enough. Carry the one. Oh, we're well aware. That it's <laughs> not if we were in Germany, you would make <laughs> my ball. Exactly. Road yeah. forks you. So, guys, they get to the top of the mountain that they have to cross over with this $250 million. What happens? The helicopter blows up. Oh, they can't do it, right? <laughs> just kind of like they said in the scene earlier. 
here with the guy that knows what he's doing. Right. So, so they end up doing this crazy crash landing onto a cocaine farm. I do. And this is again where I want to talk about the morals and questioning. Again, yeah, they're stealing money from the bad guys, and now they're on a farm. And yes, they're farming for cocaine, but these are the, this is their way of life. They're a family. Yeah, they these own are this like farm. the villagers these aren't. These aren't drug dealers. These are just local Farmers. people that don't. That this this is the cash crop, yeah. right? And you know that and the then, drug dealer probably like owns that. Like they're right. he's making them farm this. They're working for him still. Yeah. So now you've got these guys crashing and they're trying to get this money. They're in here murdering in their country and then they're killing people on their <laughs> land. So you start to question where is the morality? It's interesting here? because you know what this country needs. A wall. No, they, no, they need Jesus. a wall to keep Americans out. <laughs> oh, okay, coming in and doing this. No, to that them. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I can. I can uh, get behind that. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's the only thing that's going to keep them safe. Yeah. So they do this but they, crazy. They do a weird. This is the flip with Affleck. Like yeah. the, the his character already starts to take a little bit of a turn in the house where mm-hmm. he gets super greedy. This is where he goes full military and yeah. like doesn't care who the casualties are. He literally starts just picking off. Well, it's. I mean. They At they were village. on their land, but yeah. the guys one guy has a gun, the other guy pulls a knife and is getting you know kind of crazy. And at this point, it's it's them or us or them kind right. of the mentality. Um, so I understand why he did it, but still he's he's getting a little crazy here, and and the greed is taking over. And so he kills all these guys. Um, you know, uh, Oscar Isaac. Most all of them are not happy with this. They pay off the village elder. They you know two hundred thousand for the mules to carry the bags, and then a, a couple million for each family. Or well, something they had to, they they ditched. A lot of the money, yeah. First of all, which it was just—I mean, <laughs> well, they didn't ditch it at first. They the when nets pa- pa- on the... Pedro Pascal says, "Get some of that off of the plane." Yeah, yeah so they, they throw well, they some threw of a few it off in of the mountains. Yeah, and I don't they... know how dumping like four duffel bags is going to. I feel off. like it's need... in my notes. I'm like, okay, I know money's heavy, but in a huge plane like that, yeah, yeah. the four duffel bags—you got to kick off that whole. Load. They're like, we should kick off this person, but leave. They should have <laughs> doubled down on the crazy, and Affleck should have thro- started throwing people off of that thing. <laughs> <laughs> I I seriously wondered if it was going to come to that yeah. though, especially with the, the the informant and her brother, because well, they, they, even, they weren't on the plane. Well, they were gone. It would have made for some more compelling drama, honestly. Yeah, yeah, but but that's a great again. That's a great choice, a questionable choice that character could have made in some situation. Of you know, it's either going to be all of us. Plus, or, if he's that money hungry, now it it solves two problems. It more, it, yeah. it lightens the load of the plane and it increases, increases your share. share. That would have made for if you made Affleck the bad guy and he's doing all this out of greed and he's compromising his friends and now they have to deal with that. That could have been really compelling. Could have been. So, but, but it, it wasn't. So, so. <laughs> so they leave. And then uh, the best thing that I like to do when I'm in a foreign country stealing money from drug lords and fighting people with AKs and such, I like to wear a bright orange jacket. Man. I don't know if you guys... <laughs> Like, when he's in the mountain, so like all of them are basically wearing like dark grays yeah. and you know d- darker colors. Why There's is Affleck he in a bright orange r- jacket, rocking like he's out hunting in the woods so another hunter <laughs> doesn't shoot him? Did I miss something, Matt? Did that strike you as odd? Is that even a question? <laughs> <laughs> I just I, that blew my mind, and, and they didn't show him put it on. They leave the town with the donkeys. They show the the foreshadowing son, which I mean, clearly that was yeah, going to come that's... back. But standing in the road, you killed my father, kind of thing. Right. But then yep. they leave. They walk out the path. Cut to them in the jungle with a bright orange yeah. jacket. <laughs> I thought it was really over the top when the son referred to himself as Inigo Montoya. Right, <laughs> like, that's a little on the nose. It was. It's, so yeah, so he they, just started. He just started going all Pedro Pascal on him. Right, you yeah. killed my sister. Right, that's the. That's perfect. You had you had a what's Martel Oberyn Martel Oberyn Martel. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Oh, Game of Thrones, Matt. Game of Thrones. It's I can't wait. Here. I'm counting it's, the days. It, April's going to be a busy month. Yeah, it's going to be. Yeah, you've got WrestleMania, Avengers, 
Game of Thrones. Like, yeah. yeah. Aven- Matt- Avengers and the Battle of Winterfell for Game of Thrones all take place on the same weekend. It's crazy. Is that right? Yeah. That's, I stopped, it's going to set a record for how many fictional characters die at a single <laughs> weekend, I feel like. <laughs> I gave up on uh, Game of Thrones. Did, did, it, did it ever get to be winter? No. <laughs> It's still coming, is it? Yeah, wow. it's coming. Don't worry. Yeah, it, Winters must be thinking about baseball a lot. <laughs> it should have came by day. now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, geez. So, so yeah. So they 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 crash. They uh, start well, making. They're their on way. the donkeys and they got to go up the mountain. They, right, to they get to the ocean. The Andes. There's yeah the huge mountains in between them. So they get. I these, like the donkey scene. Yeah, the, they're donkeys. They're on the tight wall there. Uh, one of them falls. Uh, one of them's concerned with the donkey. The other right. one's concerned with like yeah, it could have been one of us. And they fight and they start fighting. And it's like. These and to their credit, the characters like, dude, you're gonna get us all killed. Like we're on this ledge, <laughs> yeah, we're on and you're fighting over this donkey, stupid like, donkey. So they get up to the hill. They're like, they're raising the money up to the top of the hill. The whole time, I'm questioning, which I guess they are too. How the hell are they gonna get this money on foot? No animals, <laughs> right. like, back down the, like down the mountain. Like this plan's never gonna work. In yeah. my head, I'm thinking there's just no way. But no. but they start raising the money up. Let the donkeys go. They get to the top of the hill, and it's cold. It's night. Uh, well, they they. Affleck and uh, Oscar Isaac kind of have like a they don't really have it out, but they he he just kind of says, look, I I said some things. Oscar Isaac says, like, I said some things I shouldn't have said. Affleck's like, nope, like I was in the wrong, too. Like we we both kind of muck this up. We're good to go. Um, But then, yeah, they're sitting down. They're having, you know, they're they're cold and they kind of say, like, we got to stay dark. Like if we if we light a fire, it's going to give away our location. And I was like. It's the most. It's the most normal thing you guys have said the entire time. But, but how frustrating the, was that when you know that whoever these drug lords, the villagers, like they're gonna be tracked. You know it. And yeah. To, to give away their position like that. And then that. when he lights the thing on fire, and it's just like, oh, ha, well, ha, money. Ha, let's ha, ha. let's laugh about it. The and, most expensive <laughs> campfire ever. Huh? It's like, come on. And then so they wake. And up what happens the next morning? Next morning, Inigo and they, Montoya. Yeah, shows, shows back up. up, and he's. I mean, I, this was very Lone Survivor-ish. Again, I yeah. like the idea, the standoff, them, you know, flanking and going out, doing all the tactical maneuvers. Uh, but Affleck gets to the top of the hill. He shoots the guy that was shooting at all of them, the guy that grazed uh, Garrett, Hudlin. Garrett Hudlin's shoulder. Um, he takes him out, but then we immediately... It was all a setup. We immediately go to the top of the rock. It's the guy in the yellow shirt who was the right. you killed my father guy. You killed uh, my father. And just shoots Affleck straight in the face. The head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, well... They've mentioned his kids enough. The last thing I needed was the, for him to tell me that he was going to retire in six months. <laughs> like, yeah. that was the last thing that we yeah. could have had said. Um, They're really cracking down on that paying for college thing. Yeah. They're no not kidding. messing around anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they heard about it, and they're like, oh. <laughs> so, yeah. so. Lori Laughlin's like, hey, I hear, I, I hear there's a spot available. Not for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, uh, you know, I think this is a, a really good performance from Hedlund again. Yeah, I mean, this, he's this doing is the scene I was talking about where, like, he freaks out and Affleck's there you know, with half a face I mean you yeah. know he's his head's all over the rock I do and like, I do like where Charlie Hunnam was like let me take a look at it and it's like you know he's yep like the back of his head's gone right yeah. like that's there's nothing left so so they, they ha- now not only do they have to carry the money they but now carry, they have to carry Affleck as yeah, well not, and judging by how big he was in BVS and Justice League he's a big boy he's a big guy <laughs> yeah, and now he's dead weight now he's dead weight oh, touche yeah I see what he did there <laughs> uh yeah so now this movie gets away from being an action movie. It's at this point where it's just like, what do we do with this money? Like, are we, are we really 
here? Like, what are we doing here? Well, there's Why are less we and here? less. They're losing men. They lose Affleck. They have all these bags that they know they can't carry. Right. So at this point, I mean, they keep trying to get out and Oscar Isaac's digging in more and more like, well, now even more so than ever, Affleck wasn't going to leave without the money. He dies. Now, if we leave without the money, he dies for nothing and we don't get money. So he's he's just all and he is kind of a prick where he brings up the Affleck's family. Yeah. You know, like he kind of uses that as motivation to get the money and Affleck back. I mean, I get I get what he's doing. I mean, he really is like, well, I get it from that perspective, because, if, well, if he dies and now they don't give money to the family they're If there's any character who would have appreciated leaving his rotting carcass behind and screwing his family <laughs> out of Affleck's money, it's Affleck's character. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, but did you guys like totally feel I mean, listen, I really was not so on board with this movie as sure. I wanted to be. But when Affleck gets taken out of the story, did, did you all just feel like at that point, it's like, I don't even know why I'm watching anymore. Yes, it was yes. an odd choice to make his character be the one to to die because he is kind of i mean even he's, though oscar isaac is positioned, the top guy you're, you're really following him and his plan but affleck is the one that kind of is and you feel like he's really in charge yeah he's the well he's the, i mean he's the one that put the he's the one that approved the plan mm-hmm. he's the he was the leader they call him cap or yeah. captain so i assume that he was the leader of their yeah. troop or whatever Yeah, he's calling the shots i was glad when they finally gave him a gun because <laughs> before that like affleck was delivering all his dialogue with his arms crossed was oh he? yeah he was just standing oh. with his arm crossed whenever he talked and so when he gave him a gun he finally had a different thing to something do. to do well, hey, something to do with your hands now that we can't smoke in movies anymore well it's because he was actually uh, method acting for batman so you didn't he didn't want to see like the bat suit under his protruding his <laughs> i shirt. think it's because he was no longer in batman shape he was trying to hide his boobs. oh that's also <laughs> yeah. you could tell that he has definitely slimmed down from i mean because like, he was ripped to the gills and yeah and also i feel like in that in justice league they were just like, can we just put more muscles in this thing? Because I don't want to get that big again. Well, if you thought Affleck was looking a little heavy, let me just cross my arms here <laughs> for the rest of this podcast. <laughs> but yeah, so then, Matt, I agree. I feel like when they took Affleck out of this movie, it took the the air out, basically. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I don't know if... Which I think says a lot about Affleck. He, he gets a bad rap as an actor. And he should sometimes. But, yeah, but but it also shows you... That the dude's a movie star. He can sell a movie oh, without when, question. And when, without question, when he leaves, it, it it the loss is felt not because you cared about the character, but because there's just he's got that that intangible thing. Yeah, he's a movie that, star. Right. Like you said, it's, I don't know if I buy into that. Still, really? I feel like Hollywood has been trying to make Ben Affleck into a movie star for years, and yeah. it never seemed to click. And then he becomes a director. And that starts to click. And the only reason why I feel like the movie star thing started back up again for him was because he was directing himself in the town and Argo. <laughs> right. You know? That's probably and true. And those movies were really well received. So everyone now thinks, oh, Ben Affleck is on the rise again. And he all of a sudden he's a, considered a great actor. And then he gets the uh, Batman role. And Which should have worked. It, it, it should have really worked. Job, it should have worked. Considered. That, yeah, that, that should that should have been the script you, was the problem with yeah, those. Yeah. Ben Affleck, but I just feel like Hollywood still has this idea of Ben Affleck as the actor of a star who can sell the movie, and I just really don't believe that that has ever truly existed. I don't th- I don't think he's a great actor, but I do think he's a movie star. He's got some sort of charisma and appeal that you can't oh, quite put yeah. your finger he on. He knows how to work a room. Yeah, exactly. And, and that mm-hmm. that it does it 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 and it comes through when he's on screen, especially when he's. Uh, playing with I think it really you can see it when he's with these other guys yeah. that are also you know 
for the most part, name actors that people know and have followings from other things, and he still is Steals just he still draws your eye in a way that the other ones just. That don't. is true. When you get that scene between um, Oscar Isaac and Affleck, you are I I was paying more attention to Affleck. And that's not that's not a not. I think Oscar Isaac is and Oscar a, Isaac's phenomenal a actor. great yeah. actor, and he has that appeal too. But you're right; there, there's still something about Affleck. And maybe that, it's his stature. I mean, he's a he's big a, he's a big dude. True. And Oscar Isaac. I, I mean, I don't know if it's just the way he was standing, but it looked. I mean, Affleck looked like he was towering over him. Um, so yeah, maybe that was just what I was thinking. At that, you know, when you when they when you lose him, yeah, there's something that you lose in the movie in general. Yeah. So now they got to get to the boat. Um, is it Headland goes and scouts forward, or someone scouts forward? Goes. Okay, he yeah. scouts forward. He finds out that now they have a child army out there that are hunting them down. There's 20 kids with guns looking for them. Um, everyone says let's leave the money and just get out of here. But again, like we said, Oscar Isaac is like, nope, for all those reasons, we got to go with the money, got to do it for the family, blah, blah, blah. Um, they end up uh, finding a kid that pulls up in a truck. They, they don't want to kill anyone anymore. Oscar Isaac's like no deaths. I do like where even uh, Pedro Pascal's like, shoot him. Yeah. What are we doing? And so he's like, no more killing. Uh, so they shoot, they like, uh, they, they get the kids the, out, yeah, send them shoot, away. Yeah. They're in the car. They're shoot. Other trucks come. All these kids come to hunt them down. They're just shooting out their tires, you know, making their cars flip out. I got to tell you, I liked this scene. I, yeah, I, this, this is a good scene. Racing through the. Yeah, yeah this, when they're doing wait. interesting stuff again with this cinematography and this director, like these action sequences are good. They're yeah. just in a lesser movie. You know what my favorite shot of the whole movie was? No. When you first go to whatever country, do they ever tell us what country this nope. really is? Okay, I didn't think so, which I get. Nondescript but when, South America. Yeah, but when they when they first go to South America, Stan, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um that shot um of the high the elevated highway yeah. that goes through the jungle yeah oh my god it was i was awesome like, i just like linger on this for another 20 minutes yeah i was you. loving that i'm telling you like i when i before i watched this movie i looked up you know director cinematographer i knew the director but i looked at that and i'm like this guy has made some good looking movies those like, d- you know, i'm telling you he must it's he's the david he's why those david air movies are good yeah like if 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 he is the reason that he if he did Fury and he did End of Watch, yeah. like those are those shots. End are, of Watch is if you've never seen it, oh, I cannot. So it's an, as you know, it is what it is for me. Yeah, uh, but Joe's a police officer, Matt. Yeah, so so hide your weed. Yeah, or <laughs> don't it, okay. or don't. It's yeah. fine. Wait, which city are you in? Oh, in New York. Oh, you're fine. Yeah, don't worry <laughs> about it. Uh, but like the realism that that move that both of those movies had is transferred here when they when he gets to do those ground level action those sequences military tactical shots look good yeah they look oh, really yeah. good yeah so he's shooting out tires he's, he's trying to stop all these kids without killing them because he knows they're just kids and this is their way of life and like they they don't really want to kill them or cause any more issues like that so they uh they're shooting them out they're getting to the water finally um is it headland shows up i just yeah. they all kind of just blur together for me but james so, hook so james hook yeah. shows up in his little pontoon boat yeah, and they're on the beach there yeah. you know they're they're so, oh at this part they've they've dropped all the money they have except for enough they have enough, like enough that they can carry bags on them yes. but yeah they've they've hidden them all in a certain location which is going to come around later but uh so they're they're they go over they jump over a little cliff or whatever uh they drive kind of right into the water they're shooting at people taking cover as they get onto the boat and then they get away. I mean, that's pretty much yeah, that's pretty much how they, it ends. And then the the next scene opens up in like a boardroom. Are got, they at a bank or something? Yeah, no, whoever's going to control the money. Yeah, yeah, they're at the the like the dummy corporation that yeah, they right. set up in St. John to make payments and all right. that. Yeah, so they they all figured out that they're going to get a million dollars each. Yeah, five million dollars split between five ways. Well, they also get a cut. 
I think it was more than that because like the bank gets a cut because I think they were the ones that hired. It ended up being just a little over a million. Yeah, it Gosh. came out to five million, and so it was gonna be five ways, four of them, and then one million to the trust for Tom Ben Affleck's character's family. You'd and think that with all that Wayne money. Yeah. Those kids would be fine. So one by one, they all start, you know, they all just feel terrible about this mission. Everyone but Oscar Isaacs. And they all start one by one ripping up their contracts, give it to the trust, give it to the trust. Yeah. And at the very end, I yeah, know I the don't late, get it. At the I, very, I, so, I, I like I I I, like, I get I've get, already got a million dollars. They're kids so they can leave it sit there and earn compound interest for 20 years. I like I get like, do they need more? Well, I mean, I get I get the three people like so I get Garrett Hedlund. Uh. Charlie Hunnam and Pedro Pascal. Like I can understand where they're like, look, man. But but Isaac signs the paper. That's what was questionable to me because she goes, you know, I should set up all the distributions, and he says yes, of course. But he signs the paper. He doesn't tear his up. So I took it as that he took the money. No, because it looked like there were multiple signatures already on the paper. Oh, That's so that was a different. But, okay. but then you also have to ask yourself, why was there already a contract drawn up for you to? Give your money to somebody else, right? Well, I thought that was to turn the money over to the trust. And why would that con- oh, why I would that paperwork true. already be there? I don't know. That's a good point. Like, because it makes these lawyers are because good it works because <laughs> it, it makes the scene faster, and yeah, more dramatic. Right, that it makes right. no logical sense. Matt, what did you think about? Like, were, were, were had you just given up at this point, <laughs> or like, oh did, yeah, no, absolutely. Or, I mean, here's the problem too. I also have a hard time watching uh, films at home lately because I'm so yeah entrenched in my phone. Uh, yeah, so I'm very easily distracted. So Same. the minute the movie loses me, it has to work very hard to get me back. Yeah. And, this film just completely lost me. I, I was checking in and out. Like, we get to those ad- action sequences, and I'd check in. We'd get to some bull, you know, I'm a sensitive man kind of thing, and I'd check out, and then we'd get to an I, But I'm yeah. the same way. Like, it is hard to sit down on my couch and be focused in on the movie. Let's talk about the final shot of this movie. Right. Where the, you know, guy one meets guy two Charlie, in the street. Charlie Hunnam and, and uh, Oscar Isaac kind of embrace... They give a handshake. Uh, Should I have known what that was about? What? When I mean, he, he hands them the, he gives yeah, them, that's the, the coordinates, coordinates of the money they, the money they dropped. Hopefully oh, you can make good use of this at some point. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the, I thought it was like the next mission. No, 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 no. It's where they dropped the money. <laughs> that's where all that $200 million is oh, yeah. Because okay. it was going to all be covered by snow, and so no one would find it in this remote area, so they could always go back and get yeah, it. And then, and then he says, I hear... Because he sent the, the, the informant and her brother to Australia. Right. So and he was going to go. He's he like, says, oh. Sydney sounds pretty good this time of year. I've got a chick that digs me that's got $2 million. Yeah, she's, yeah, actually, exactly. she's actually got money. Yeah. yeah. I'm out of here. I did like that. She made out better than any of us. Uh, yeah, right, yeah. Right, right, right. And then he walks off pl- to another. Like, I will give them credit. It's a deep cut Metallica song. <laughs> like, it's not one that you normally hear in a movie. Right. Uh, and that's kind of how it closes out. And yeah. it was like, I was a, also, I when they use the chain. Yeah, in this, and I was like, "Well, I saw this in Guardians." Well, I, I just and watched, it was done better. I just watched yeah. Guardians. Oh last. no, they used Tusk and Tusk. They used Tusk yeah. and Tusk. Yeah, <laughs> uh-huh. I just I had just watched Guardians a couple days ago. So well, I that's was what I said. To, like, like uh, just to touch on that, like yeah. that is such. It's a song that I've known my entire life, mm-hmm. and I would have never in a million years thought to set it to an action scene. Yeah, but it fits perfectly into Guardians. Yeah, in this one, I was like, oh. And I like this song, but and Matt's got my back. Matt loves Guardians too, just like I do. I, I yes, I do. 
Yeah, I was I was having this big debate. I know Matt was a part of it and saw it online, and not so much of a debate, but just a love letter to it because I love where we we talked about how excited we are. James Gunn is back; he should definitely be the one to finish this trilogy and all that. But uh, just going back and watching two, and a lot of people I was talking to were like, "Yeah, it's inferior to the first, or even on an extreme level, a lot of people are like, "Yeah, I hate Guardians too. It's in the bottom of the MCU for me." And so I'm like, "Am I crazy here?" Because I love this movie, and I post that, and I get hundreds of people commenting responding some people saying i love it it's the best movie in the mcu and i'm glad i'm not alone because it is a beautiful movie i think if you ask you know 20 people on the street what their favorite mcu movie is you're gonna get 20 answers answers. absolutely i just was glad that i wasn't alone though and thinking it was great because i don't know that you get 20 different answers because nobody's gonna say thor too. Yeah. <laughs> you get 19. You never know. You never know. <laughs> yeah. So that's the movie. I mean, I for a one-time watch, I would never watch this movie no, again. I'll never but watch like it again. I was entertained enough by it, but not enough to recommend it or even try to watch it again, but no. there were some things like the camera work, the action scenes um I did enjoy, but as far as the character development and the likability, it's Yeah, it's a low to midland. So yeah. one one more thing I m- might have missed. Well, yeah. Why is it called Triple Frontier? Did I totally? Oh, are we supposed to know that? Okay, I, no I just thought like, did I totally miss it? Matt, like, any ideas? Ah, uh, man, that's okay. I none it's, of us know. It's okay I, to we, not know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I wasn't, we're, we're not quizzing you. Yeah, it's we don't I wasn't like, have the. For this, but <laughs> at the same yeah. time, let me just be clear: we don't have the answer, so we're <laughs> yeah, not we're... asking you so we can trap you and be like, "You're dumb." Like, <laughs> like we don't know it either. <laughs> I don't. I, th- I don't think just, anybody knew. Is it cool sounding name? That's is exactly it? what I was thinking. Uh, well, is it? Sp- well, space is the final frontier. You know, <laughs> there are other frontiers. So I guess. So I just did it. I actually just did a quick Google search. Yeah. And Trace Fronteras is you know triple uh, three frontiers. It is the Spanish name for an area in the Amazon rainforest in the upper Amazon oh, region okay. of South America. Well, there so we basically, go. they're there. Triple. It's really called. Uh, three frontiers so they renamed it to triple frontier and that's basically where the story takes place there you go oh well, well thanks wow. see man that's this, why we brought this is why we yeah. bring on the pros <laughs> <laughs> good stuff so yeah. so yeah there it is that's i uh, guess triple frontier yeah i guess that's it for triple frontier it's for the best yeah it is <laughs> so god i hope they don't go look for that money uh, <laughs> they won't if, well, they, if they do it'll be like that backdraft 2 sequel what yeah. you, did you see that? Don't, I, yeah. yeah, I'm the one that shared <laughs> oh, it on okay, our page. Okay, it was like, yeah. Backdraft 2? Who asked for Wait, that? Aren't you guys excited for Quadruple Frontier? Yeah, we are. <laughs> Septuple, Octuple. Now, I'm like, how about you take that money and spend it on Season 4 one day at a time? Yeah, there it <laughs> is. There you go. Is, so. Yeah. so, uh well, I guess that's it for this one. Uh, let's go around the table and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S 21. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. And Matt, uh, where can people find you and your podcast? Uh, people can find me on all the social media networks at Next Best Picture. And my podcast is called the Next Best Picture Podcast. You can find that on all of the podcasting networks as well. Thank you very much, everyone. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Thank hey, you so much yeah. for coming on. Yeah. Hope, you, hope you had fun with this silly movie. <laughs> oh, it was fun. <laughs> Good. And uh, also, don't forget, you can find the show online uh, on uh, at uh, realspoilers.com or on Twitter at realspoilers or on Facebook at facebook.com slash realspoilers. Uh, find us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, and of course, don't forget our Patreon account at patreon.com slash real spoilers. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, Dobbs is ambushed by Gold Hat. Whoa, I thought he was a nightmare. Lord, I 
ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hey guys, welcome to Giggly Squad, a place where we make fun of everything, but most importantly, ourselves. I'm Paige DeSorbo. I'm Hannah Burner. Welcome to the squad. Giggly Squad started on Summer House when we were giggling during an inappropriate time. But of course, we can't be managed. So we decided to start this podcast to continue giggling. We will make fun of pop culture news. We're watching. Fashion trends. Pep talks where we give advice. Mental health moments. And games and guests. Listen to Giggly Squad on Acast or wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. <laughs> 